Hey everyone, welcome to Vegas Revealed. It's our first episode. It is. I'm Sean McAllister. And I'm Dana Roselli. We're super excited to be here. And we'll be talking today about why the heck we're even here <laughs> and what we're doing on Vegas Revealed. That's right. Plus, it's been a big couple of weeks here in Las Vegas. You and I were able to preview the Mayfair Supper Club that opened at the Bellagio. Super cool. We're going to tell you all the details. Also, you and I interviewed Kygo exclusively. We went to an event at the Wynn. We saw him and we're able to talk to him about his Vegas residency here in town and what he likes to do in his downtown. Yeah, superstar DJ, really great guy. Also, we're going to be talking with a Las Vegas nightlife insider, longtime insider, mm. who's going to reveal the best way that you can get the most bang for your buck when you hit the nightclub scene here on the Strip. We are coming to you from the Palazzo Broadcast Studio at Legacy Stadium. Of course, we're housed here at the Venetian and Palazzo in the heart of the Las Vegas Strip. Yeah, and you know what we love? There's free parking, so we just like to throw <laughs> that in there. Hey, listen, uh, Dana Roselli here, Sean McAllister. We wanted to just kind of introduce ourselves because we know that there are some people that live in Las Vegas that know who we are. We've been longtime broadcasters here in town, but we know there are a lot of you that are from out of town and tourists and don't know much about us, and you're thinking, why are these two hosting a podcast? Well, it's because combined, we have about three decades of experience here in Las Vegas. And in that time, we've gotten to know a lot of people. We've experienced a lot of things. And we figured out how to do Las Vegas right and have some great inside information to share. Yeah. And you know, a lot of times you and I have both been in TV here in Las Vegas for uh, 15 years each. And you know, in the TV world, there's time restrictions. You don't get to talk about everything. There's things you can say and you can't say, and you get wrapped in your ear. And so interviews have to go short. So we're super excited to share a bunch of the things that we learned, the stories that we have, and also the stories of the guests that we're going to have on every show. Yeah. It's going to be really cool. And we're looking forward to sharing all this with you. And Dana, your background is is in news. Actually, we both came came out here to Las Vegas yeah. for the news. I know. Sean and I both from Rochester, New York, didn't know each other when we lived there. When we got out here, we put the two and two together, and we've been friends ever since. Uh, but yeah, I came out here, and I was in the helicopter uh, doing traffic and breaking news reports. Then I was a traffic anchor in the studio. Then I was a morning anchor. I've been a radio host. I've been an entertainment reporter, and I've been a breaking news reporter and uh, midday host and interviewer as well. So I've done like a wide variety of things. I've met some really cool people and just from living here, a lot of great uh, celebrity friends and just people who work in the industry and public relations. And we have great, just great stories and and even doing some of the charity work here in town. We've just learned so much. We're ready to share it. Yeah. And I, I came out here in 2005. Mm -hmm. I came out to produce the, the morning news for one of the TV stations here. And from there, I was asked to launch the, the first daily lifestyle show that Las Vegas had seen. That was super successful and ended up branching off into an entire entertainment department. Entertainment was a big focus of what we did. Mm -hmm. We started a second entertainment show. I went on to be the host of that show and uh, just recently left that job and came here 
so that I can share everything with all of you. Yeah, it's really cool. And listen, whenever I'm out with Sean, let me tell you, everyone always asks, you're a TV guy? Hey, are you a TV guy? And they're like, they'll ask and always say, it's like, it's like our big smiles give it away with our big full mouths full of teeth. But I always say that Sean is a better looking Ryan Seacrest. Wow. And I'm sticking to it. So, wow. <laughs> yeah. So and any- that's why Dana's sitting next to me. <laughs> Right. Um, listen, we have a lot to talk about uh, today. We are super excited to talk about the Mayfair Supper Club. This is kind of a new con. It's not really a new concept, but it's kind of an old concept, new concept, bigger. You know, it's at the Bellagio and it's the old Hyde nightclub, which sits right in front of the Bellagio fountains, which is such a great spot. They kind of gutted it, uh, redid the whole thing, and they opened it up as a supper club, which includes food, drinks, and entertainment the whole night. Yeah, it, it just opened up uh, New Year's Eve. We were able to get inside the day before New Year's Eve to really experience everything that that the Mayfair has to offer. And uh, this is dinner and a show all in one. You really don't need to plan anything (laughs) else in your evening if the Mayfair is what you're planning on. That's right. I mean, the huge menu, the cocktails are great. You can just go to the bar, we asked, and not make a reservation for food if you're interested in that. And then the entertainment constantly changes through the night as far as different kind of acts come out and um, singers, different costumes, and it definitely gets a little bit more uh, salacious as the night goes on, I guess you'd call it, Uh, which makes it really fun. All of a sudden, you'll look up and there's like a dancer behind you crawling up the wall (laughs) and sparkles, you know? Yeah, it starts earlier in the night as kind of some lounge music is playing as you're eating dinner if you have an earlier reservation as as the night goes on the entertainment kind of builds and by i don't know 9 30 is when things are really mm-hmm. in full effect and this is pretty much entertainers all over all the over. restaurant you could have somebody singing to you at your table yeah it, it's great the wait staff dressed to the nines they're super friendly the whole vibe is so fun and yeah. check out we do have a vegas revealed youtube page we put all the highlights we took some video actually just with our phone that night um and put all the highlights of kind of in in order of how the night went on so check that out too but not only that i mean listen we were there the day after lady gaga was there i mean we could have been sitting in the booth that she sat in we, we really could have that's a <laughs> that's fun to think isn't it yeah and and just after we were there the Jonas Brothers came how did I miss that uh, but yeah, it's They're definitely it's going to be a hot. They really are my faves. <laughs> it's going to be a hot spot for celebrities. I can feel it already, right? Oh, absolutely. It's and it, cool. just being at the Bellagio, which is super classy property, and having that prime spot mm-hmm. right there at uh, the center of the Bellagio fountains, a, an incredible view, yeah. really great place. If you're coming to town, I highly recommend you check it out. Yeah, and one other quick thing I wanted to point out that you had mentioned in conversation when I was saying, you know, the menu prices are Vegas prices. The food is, you know pricey, but you can split things with people. There are appetizers that are cheaper. You can get, you know, uh, a cocktail or two. I mean, it's up to you. But you were even mentioning, oh, wait, we forget. You know, this is a show the whole night. So what it would cost you to get a show ticket. In addition to dinner. In addition to dinner is really saving you money <laughs> yeah this is this is uh, that show and food all combined great way to get the best bang for your buck for entertainment and food yeah. and beverage right okay so that was great that's now open to the public enjoy it over at the bellagio hey we met kaigo too superstar dj incredible guy has a residency here at win las vegas
Vegas. Um, Sean and I were at CES, and then we popped over to the win while that was going on because Kygo was unveiling a new smartwatch, and he's got this whole Kygo life, and he's got headphones, and and so we said, hey, Kygo, will you do an interview with us? And he said, sure. So it was great. We chatted with him about uh, a lot of things, and one of them being kind of what he does on his downtime here in Las Vegas, and we loved what he had to say. I've been there for three years now, I think, so I've been doing it. Last year I did 25, 26 shows here, and it's just such a fun place to be. It's such a like, good energy. People get in, you know, every weekend. New people get in there with new energy, so it's like always just keeps going. So it's always a fun place to play. What makes it different than like other cities that you DJ in? Do you notice any like clear indicator like, oh, I love when I play Vegas because... I think there's so many, there's a lot of, you know, uh, birthday parties, like bachelor parties. There's so many, you know, people that come in that are looking for like a once in a lifetime opportunity. And you can definitely feel that. They're, they're here to, you know, just, they've been, you know, maybe booked, they booked this trip six months ago, but looking forward to it every day. And then when they're here, like just like all that energy comes out. So I think it's just, uh, it's just something about it. It's like a special place. Is there anything that you do special when you're in town that like, oh, I gotta do this because I'm there? Well, I've been here a lot now, so I try not to party that much because that's that's usually what people do. And I feel like if I do it every weekend, I'm gonna I'm not gonna last for long. So I might do like you know try to go to the gym and try to do other activities than gambling and, and partying. So Kygo, super nice guy and a, a world class DJ. He travels the globe playing these uh, gigs at some of the hottest nightclubs anywhere in the world, but really grounded guy and also incredibly talented music producer working with some of the biggest names in the music industry right now. Uh, yeah, his song Higher Love Now with the late Whitney Houston is incredible. It's so popular, uh, taken off, just like some of his music that he's put out there before. Told us also he's going to be putting out new music, which is great to hear. He's going to be back here at the Win as well for Excess Nightclub on January 31st. So coming up, I did look up the prices. It's 30 bucks for females, 50 for men. Sorry, men. So crack open that piggy bank. <laughs> That's right. Um, there are ways to get to the front of the line, and it ups the price a little bit. There's like VIP tickets you can get online, too. Uh, speaking of VIP in Las Vegas nightclubs, coming up next, we're going to be talking with a longtime Las Vegas nightlife insider about the best way to get the most bang for your buck when you come to the strip to party. That's right. And who you'll meet. He's got some big celebrity friends. Stay with us. Let's go to Vegas, baby. Let's go tonight. Hey guys, next week on Vegas Revealed, we are talking Super Bowl. How some of the 300,000 fans who watch the game here in Las Vegas stay fed through that weekend-long party. Plus, Las Vegas' entertainment is constantly changing. We talk with the guy who helps decide which headliners perform on the Strip. That's next week on Vegas Revealed. So we talk all the time about living in Las Vegas. You walk by all the nightclubs. There's these long lines. And as a local, you think... Who would wait in that line to get in? But, Sean, people do. <laughs> well, they do. I mean, it's a massive business here in Las Vegas, and it's obviously where a lot of people go when they come to town. That's right. So we are excited. We have Mike Snedegar here with us, and he is the Entertainment Marketing Director from Tau Group. And, Mike, you've been 
in this position since you were saying like 2005. Well, no, I've been with a company. With the company. You've yeah. been promoted through the years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I started as uh, Jason Strauss, uh, one of the owners. Oh, wow. I started as his assistant. Um, and um, at the time... I was working at um, ICE, if you remember. Oh, yeah. ICE. Oh, man. (laughs) I was working at ICE, and uh, I was also working at the Foundation Room on Mondays, which was a very hot party. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I was also writing a nightlife column. So I was literally out all the time. And Jason had just moved to Vegas and was kind of like planting his roots here and like going out on the town and like meeting, getting to know the community because he was obviously getting ready to open this venue. Right. Uh, So I had met him and 944, the magazine, which is now no longer with us, but they asked me to write an editorial piece on him. And I was like, okay, cool. So I met him. We hung out for a week. I loved him. And he was kind of like bringing to Vegas everything that I wanted to be a part of, which was like this um, this really cool nightlife culture. Um, obviously, I knew of Tao because of Sex in the City. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you know that episode. <laughs> yes. But like... I remember... I mean, I knew of Tao just because of that. Mm-hmm. But then um, I... Um, I wanted to be a part of that 100%, like, you know, bringing, like, this cool celebrity culture to Vegas. Um, I really wanted to be a part of that. So he actually wanted me to do the door, um, and I said no, uh, (laughs) because um, he wanted me to to be at the door because I knew a lot of locals and so on and so forth, and I really didn't want to do that. And he was like, well, what do you want to do? And I just said, I would rather be your assistant. And so I basically took, I was a VIP host at two different venues, and I basically took a big pay cut Mm -hmm. uh, to be his assistant. And it was probably the best thing that I ever did, Mm -hmm. uh, just because it was like college and graduate school all at once. Right. Um, The marketing department for Tal at that time was very small. And it was like me, Jason, and two admins. And one other person and so it was amazing because i got to do literally everything from learn about public relations and marketing and contracts and lawyers and negotiating and um events and dealing with stressful situations and dealing with talent um and schedules and everything and uh it was uh it's been a great experience so uh yeah so assistant into like the marketing department doing events and then when i started I did my first kind of celebrity event with Kim Kardashian in like 2007. Mm -hmm. And at that time, the show was not on yet. And she was, it was a very different time in her career. And um, it was a little bit of a risk for us to to kind of do the event. Um, But we did it. I convinced them to let me do it. And it ended up being a huge event. We got a ton of press. It was on like extra and like all this stuff. So that's when I kind of got started into entertainment. And and then I've kind of grown from there. Wow, that's and, incredible. And I know that you have some advice for people who are coming in from out of town on how to really get the most bang for their buck when they come in to really enjoy the Las Vegas nightlife experience. Yes. But I, I want to kind of dive more into uh, you've seen the nightlife scene really change and evolve yeah. over the years. I mean, Tao was one of the one of the first mega clubs, if you want to call it that, Mm -hmm. um, that opened here in Las Vegas. And really that celebrity nightlife culture pretty much started with you guys. Yeah, it's been, uh, it's 
been a really crazy ride. We've been really lucky. I mean, obviously, when we opened, Tao in New York had been open since um, for four or five years at that point. Mm -hmm. And um, so there was obviously some name recognition from New York. Um, but uh, it's been uh, it's been amazing. I remember, I think I was at the opening of Town Night Club and it was everyone, I just remember walking in and there was women sitting in bathtubs with rose petals. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. Yes, that's what I, I mean. <laughs> I've been many times since we through the there. years, but yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And, <laughs> and thinking, I was so impressed. I was like, wow, this is a nightclub? Yeah, it's very cool. <laughs> I mean, there's... One of the great things about working with uh, Jason and Noah and Lou Aben and Mark Packer and Rich Wolf, our, our partners, is that they are very big on... Um, I've really learned so much about relationships from them mm -hmm. and how relationships really are everything. Right. And people want to work and uh, people want to work with people that they know and like. Um, and that's a really important lesson. And, you know, you talk about the opening of Tao, like, you know, Mariah Carey... Um, Nelly, Janet Jackson, Jermaine Dupree, um, so many celebrities that were at that opening are still friends of ours. Great. I mean, I just did a thing with Mariah like two weeks ago in Vegas, and then I did her tour closing party at Tao in New York uh, after Madison Square Garden in December. So it's like, it's it's just like a really cool thing. Yeah, that is cool. I mean, and keeping the relationships obviously keeps it going and also makes you, I don't want to say it makes your job easier, but in some ways it becomes, you know, just second nature to be able to say, hey, I need a favor or maybe, hey, we have this great event. We really want to highlight you. Would you, yeah. would you do it? And then they're always like, for you, of course, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you keep up the good relationships. Yeah, so. and, you know, we're very careful to never, um, we don't throw people like under the bus mm -hmm. or, you know, police like slanderous gossip mm -hmm. things like that so once you earn somebody's trust like you really you you value that right and i know you've stayed friends with all the kardashians i want to talk more about that later so we'll get into that later because i think people are always interested to know kind of what they're what it's what like they're working really with like, them yeah. yeah and what they're like you know obviously you guys have been friends a long time and you've worked with her for a long time so i think that Obviously, it's a positive relationship for you guys. So we'll hear more about that. But first, we talk about the lines. You were even yeah. saying uh, earlier that... Sorry, can I just point out that I yeah. totally ruined your segue? <laughs> <laughs> it's like you asked me a question, and then I just ranted off for like 10 minutes about my That's why self. this is a podcast. Sorry we, about that. There's no time limit. That's the best part. And we're leaving this in. You guys are so good at what you do. <laughs> <laughs> I just ruined your segue. He just wants like, to keep... Blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. I love that because there are so many things that we want to talk to you about. <laughs> See, it's this great relationship. We'll ask you back. That's how much we like. Yes. <laughs> um, no, we were talking about the long lines. It, you were saying before we interviewed, and we were kind of pre-interviewing and chatting, because we've known you a long time too, but the, the lines and getting into a nightclub can be intimidating. So, I mean, that's yeah, not I, what you're trying to do, right? I mean, you want to make it a place that tourists want to go and locals. Yeah, of course. And I mean, I remember when I first moved to Vegas in 2001, um, not to talk about myself again, but this <laughs> is about the question. Um, this is all about you, Mike. Um, it's okay. When I moved to Vegas in 2001, I remember like, um, you know, trying to find a job, driving around, listening to the radio, and you would hear those ads for Studio 54 for the Eden night uh, at MGM Grand. Mm -hmm. And so 54 at that time was like a, a really big club. 
And I remember going with my uh, my boyfriend at the time. We had just moved here, didn't really know anybody. So we showed up with some people that we had met at our apartment complex. And like we literally waited in line like probably two, two and a half hours wow. to get into 54 just because we didn't know anybody. Yeah. And like that was how you got in. And right. like, so you knew somebody, then you could you know, hopefully skip the line. And um, and yeah, so I think, you know, it can be intimidating for people who don't live here, who aren't familiar with n- nightclub culture yeah. and like how to get in and Should you I know, tip? what's a table and right. how much is that and so on and so forth. Um, so it definitely can be intimidating. So what, what tips do you have for folks that, I mean, say you're just planning a trip, maybe you've never even been to Vegas, but you hear about this nightlife experience and nightclub experience and you want to be a part of it. Well, the good thing about Vegas is that Vegas is a city where they welcome everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, there's not so much of that. It's not so much trying to be like uh, super duper exclusive. You know, it's in charge, you know, certain things like that. Mm-hmm. It's more about like, hey, if you want to come in, like we'd love to have you. Here's our dress code, um, you know, and so on and so forth. So if you're coming to Vegas, the main thing is is to obviously just plan ahead. Okay. Uh, and so what I mean by that is so if you want to come to Vegas and you're like, I want to see, I want to go to Marquee on Saturday night and see DJ Mustard. I love him, blah, 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 blah. So what I would suggest to you is, is that, okay, so you know that you want to see Mustard on Saturday. You know that you're going to be with four people. Do you guys want to just come in? And like buy a ticket or do you want to come in and have like a VIP table experience? Mm -hmm. And so the difference is, is like when you come in to buy a ticket, if you're coming to Vegas and you want to go to a club, number one thing is buy your ticket in advance. Okay. So like that's the main thing. Don't just show up there and like say like, oh, I want to come in. Buy your ticket in advance online on the uh, the venue's website that you know that you want to go to. Um, the other thing is is that I would also suggest looking into table service. So, like, if you have the means, highly suggest it. It's always great when you have table service. You have somewhere to sit for the night that you can sit there for the entire night. You have your own cocktail server. You have security nearby. You have your own alcohol at the table. You don't have to go to the bar. It just makes it a much more right. um, much more like. Uh, great experience Mm -hmm. and for me it's like you're traveling all the way here if you have the means like spend it on the experience you know what I mean right no it makes it easier or you're less stressful because you're out to have a good time you don't want to worry about like where do I go what do I do but the most important thing is plan ahead buy the ticket for you can buy a ticket in advance for whatever nightclub you want to go to and I didn't whatever. even know that yeah I didn't know you could buy tickets is yes. that a new thing yes <laughs> see I told you I haven't been clubbing in a while yes so like <laughs> yeah so like you can buy your just buy your ticket and then like I would suggest that you show up to get there at like Maybe like a, if you have a GA ticket, I would suggest getting there like ten thirty. Yeah. Okay. Try to get there kind of early. Don't show up at twelve thirty one mm-hmm. when it's like peak time and you know everybody's like cramming to get in there. Mm-hmm. I would show up a little bit early so that you can get you can get in easier, so on and so forth. Okay. Because if you have a ticket in advance, that's generally a different line. So there's a GA line, but then if you have a ticket, then you have that you can. They ha- generally have a different line that moves a lot faster. So that'll definitely help out in your in your whole nightlife experience. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It, it's all about planning ahead from the getting the nightclub tickets or the table in advance to booking the reservations at the restaurant um, to being flexible with the restaurant, like. If you know that you want to have dinner at a certain spot and you call there, it's first of all, it's always better to call. Right. Like, 
you can try open table, but you know, sometimes <laughs> like even for me, like if I don't know somebody at the restaurant I want to go to, I will pick up the phone and call and just like literally sometimes like beg or not beg, but say like, Oh, it's my, it's my girlfriend's birthday. <laughs> Could you please, is there anything you can do? And sometimes if you have a nice person, like yeah. they'll make it happen for you. Right. Um, okay, so call. human connection is always better than just going on open table or whatever, you know, that kind of stuff. So that's a good advice. So for people who do, who are interested in, in table service, like what kind of price range are, are we talking for that type of, Experience because that kind of all goes into the the planning ahead too mm-hmm. is knowing what you're going to spend. Correct. So every venue is different, but ge- in general, the bottle service in Vegas I would say starts around like five fifty to six hundred per bottle, and then that you'll, you're going to add in your tax, your gratuity. Um, you know, are you adding like bottled waters or any kind of energy drinks to that tab, so on and so forth? So yeah. Okay. So, so let's just address first mind, of all. Yeah. That's a sticker shock for a lot of people, but. It is. It's part of the experience. Yeah, Explain how you sell it, because that's. I mean, it's <laughs> for it's 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 being treated like a VIP. Mm-hmm. You have your own cocktail server. You have a security person nearby. You have your own real estate for the night. You can you party. You know, you have your own space. So yeah. the other thing is, is that you know, when you're a VIP, you never know what celebrity you might mm-hmm. see. You never know what. I mean, it all depends on the weekend and and what club you're at and who's the performer and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And you guys also, you came up with a concept that really helps people get that VIP experience for a really affordable, in a a really affordable way. Yes. So um, about two and a half years ago, I started a concept called uh, VIWE. And it's a table share program. And so uh, it's basically, um, and we have it exclusively at Tau Nightclub, Tau Beach, Marquis de Club, Marquis Nightclub. Mm-hmm. And basically you can, pl- you can pay a flat fee uh, to have access to an area that has multiple tables in it. So usually like depending on the weekend, two to three tables, sometimes more. And uh, you have bottles on the table. So we have like a vodka, tequila, um, champagne, um, in the area. Okay. And so those bottles get replenished throughout the night, but you have access to, uh, those are your bottles, which you share with other people that are in the area. Uh, so it's kind of like a party within the party. Wow. Uh, yeah. So for Tau and Marquis, it starts out at like $75 for females, 125, uh, plus plus 75 plus plus for females, 125 plus plus for men. Um, sometimes the price fluctuates depending on, uh, if it's a holiday weekend or if there's like a bigger artist that is performing there that night um but it's been really amazing and it's been it's uh just something that i felt like was really needed in the market because a lot of like vegas is couples or mm-hmm. you know when it's like a convention it could be somebody on their own um who doesn't want to pay like full price for a bottle they're like well i'm not going to drink all that by myself so this way you get the vip experience and you get a table and you have a home base and you have bottles and a server uh, but you're just sharing it with somebody else. What so a great idea. Doing a, a, getting a whole table could make sense if you're coming to town with a big group of people. Yeah. But like you said, if you're a smaller group, this table share program really is the way to go to be able to involve yourself in yeah. that. Yeah, and you can buy tickets at uh, talasvegas.com or marquilasvegas.com. Love it. Okay, and you guys are the only ones doing this? Correct. Oh, incredible. Uh, people need to follow suit, but I w- but but maybe not because it's your thing. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a great idea. It really is. And you probably Thanks. make a lot of new friends. I'm sure people 
It's very <laughs> interesting. So when I launched it, um, I was in the club like almost every night, like just kind of like getting it up, getting the program on its feet. And, and I wanted, I really wanted to see, cause we didn't know, like right. we didn't know how the social like kind of dynamics would play out. And it's really interesting to see like people, they come into the section in the beginning of the night and you know, they have a drink and they're sitting down <laughs> and then like me, you cut to like an hour and a half later and everybody's kind of like dancing around yeah. dancing together and like people are meeting each other and it's cool. Oh, that is cool. Okay. I love that. Um, what about trends for 2020? Um, is there anything big that you're seeing as far as like what is just super hot this year or is it, are we sticking to kind of how things were going in 2019? I mean, are DJ, I mean, obviously getting in DJs, as headliners is a big thing residencies is that is that still a big thing are yeah, you guys doing I, that i mean obviously hip-hop is is obviously huge yeah. mm-hmm. um i think we're gonna see more latin artists coming into vegas okay um on a on a on a larger level um in the clubs mm-hmm. and um you know pool season is bigger than ever mm-hmm. um and i i think that the you know, the mega pool is going to continue to expand and impress and mm. so on and so forth. Is it? I always wondered if that would fade out just because so many people go and it's not really like it's so hot here and people enjoy it and it's great. But like, do you ever really get the chance to cool off? <laughs> do you know what I mean? I always think like it just seems like a long day. I've gone to pool club for a little while, you know, whether yeah. it was a party or something like that. But people really spend the whole day there. But they love it. <laughs> they love it. I've Listen, Tau Beach was my hang. I used to go there all the time. And the, and I loved it because if I would get get a um, seat next to the the little pool there, yeah. you put your feet in and dip yeah. in, but whatever. But they become so much so popular now. Yeah, yeah, right. it's crazy. Buy tickets ahead or no? Of course. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's been so interesting to see how the in the club scene that celebrities were an attraction mm-hmm. for for a period of time and then the yeah. DJs became the celebrities. Yeah. And now we're getting into not that DJs aren't music artists but more traditional music artists are are coming in and and they're the attraction now yeah i mean i remember you know back in the day when it was like you know the cast of the hills Mm -hmm. oh yeah um all of those kinds of uh it was a lot of like reality stars obviously the kardashians and Mm -hmm. that kind of a celebrity kind of a look and then it kind of morphed um, into like the EDM DJ and now you know within the last couple of years obviously we've seen the larger emergence of more of like a performance aspect mm-hmm. um, people want to see like um, they want to see more of that for right. sure I remember when some people don't know this about me, but I was a I would freelance for extra money for with Life and Style magazine and doing a couple carpets at town I remember one of them was Janet Jackson Okay. Uh, yeah, it was Janet Jackson after well, I don't know. Uh, Tao one year anniversary? Uh, yeah, maybe. It was yeah. way back. Yeah, so probably. So anyway, um, but yeah, you're right. And then it was a lot of reality stars at the hills yes. and a lot of Paris Hilton everywhere yeah, and things Paris like that. Was, <laughs> Paris was the queen. She was the queen. <laughs> that was, like, I used that to get... was like such a crazy time. Like <laughs> it I was. remember I remember even before Tao opened, like I remember I used to go, I was at Body English every Sunday. Oh, yeah. And, like, I remember she was there all the time. And <laughs> it was just such a such a crazy time, mm-hmm. like, you know, before the recession um, and all of that. And mm-hmm. uh, it was so wild. It was wild. I, so Life and Style used to be Allegedly. Me- Allegedly. Allegedly wild. Used to pay yeah. me 250 bucks to just go sit there and watch someone. Like all night, and I had to like send back notes. Yeah. Like Paris drank this. Paris talked to 
some brown haired dude and she hugged him before so he walked you away. Were the anonymous I, yeah, source. I was the per- I was the person. Sources say. <laughs> Sources say. <laughs> All right, so tell us about the Kardashians. What's it like working with them? Because you know, people just are always so interested. You don't have to spill any secrets or anything like that, but I mean you've you've remained close with them through the years. So obviously good partnership there. Yeah, I love them. They are um they're fantastic. I will say like what you see is what you get. Mm-hmm. You know, the way that they are on the show is how they are in real life. Um, and I started working with Kim. I met Kim in like 2006. Um, and then we did our first event together in 2007 and, um, you know, before the show. And it's been great to see them, um, you know, become international icons mm-hmm. of culture and fashion and you know all of that stuff um it's been really cool and the one thing that i the one thing that i will say about them is and i've said this before is that um they are the same people that i met in the beginning oh, wow. they just have more money and more power <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, but they're the same person like you know kim is she's great and she's uh she's a great person and they're all very nice Mm -hmm. um and they're professional very professional yeah they're very business i always have heard they're very business minded i mean yeah they're very 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 smart very Mm -hmm. um yeah they're great people Mm, good to know good to know for everyone so when are the kardashians going to be back here in vegas I mean, I I don't know. I think I, I think that ship. Although I I do make the joke sometimes with them that uh, that um, that we're gonna like we're gonna keep doing events and we're gonna be I'm gonna wheel all of them in on wheelchairs whenever we're like 80 years old. <laughs> I was gonna um, say you're gonna have to start having their kids' birthday parties. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's true, right? Because exactly. I'll be turning 21 in oh, that many much time. Yes. You'll still be here. Yeah. <laughs> How's Vegas treated you? Good. You like it here? You're a longtime Vegas resident. Vegas is great. I mean, when I first moved here, uh, I moved here in 2001. I had six jobs my first year. Mm -hmm. Um, That's something that people don't really realize or understand when they move here. It's like, you're like, oh, yeah, I heard that you can move here and work in a casino and you can be a bartender and make $100,000 a year. Um, But the thing that nobody really tells you is that even like to get a job as like a a busboy in a restaurant you still have to know somebody mm-hmm. yeah like true. it is so true yeah like nobody told nobody really tells <laughs> you that and so not to i'm not discouraging anybody sure. but like my first year here i had six jobs I worked at like Joe's Crab Shack. <laughs> I made like twenty dollars at the lunch shift. I hated it. I wanted to cry every day. Oh my gosh, Joe's I, Crab like, Shack! You know, I did the whole like YMCA. Oh man! Um, listen, there's no shame in the game. I, I I've been, I, like when I was 19, I was washing dishes in the back of a restaurant. I don't have any. There's no. I'm not you know being um, snobby at all. But I just it was not great yeah. Um, yeah. and I work. was completely broke I could not even go to Supercuts to get my haircut and um, yeah so I had about six jobs and none of them really worked out um, it wasn't until um, it wasn't until 2002 when uh, the foundation room put an ad in the newspaper um, and if you're not familiar with the foundation room it's on the top floor of the Mandalay Bay I thought you were going to uh, say if you're not familiar with the newspaper <laughs> 
Um, but uh, it's owned by the House of Blues, and it's a private members club, um, and sometimes they're open to the public. But at that time, it was like kind of newer and a very exclusive spot. Yeah. And they didn't ever, hardly ever advertise in the newspaper for a job. Um, back when people put ads in the newspapers for jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Most of the time. Uh, so anyway, uh, so they put an ad in the paper, and I went down there, and um, I ended up, uh, s- this manager, we just kind of like hit it off. He was really nice. And then Derek Silberstein actually was the man that hired me to be a busboy. Um, and Derek is the, I think he's a VP at Hakkasan now. Okay. Uh, so we've known each other for a very, very long time, but he was the one who kind of, uh, gave me my shot. And that was the first job that like, I really started to, um, make consistent money where I could like pay my bills and like all of that stuff. (laughs) Right. Yeah. That's always a great feeling, isn't it? It When you're able to pay your bills. Man, if you can pay your bills, you are winning. (laughs) You are rolling. No, it's so true. Everyone has a story though, right? These stories are so interesting. Yeah. And like so many, uh, so many other of the industry people that I have known and worked with for years and years, uh, so many of us like came from like small towns and, um, you know, I moved here from Lexington, Kentucky, which is like about 400,000 people. So not tiny, Mm -hmm. but, um, you know, a smaller city. Um, and all of us kind of came here and like, you know, planted roots and got lucky enough to kind of fall into nightlife as, as it exploded and became a huge industry. Mm -hmm. Right. Really cool. Listen, we love all your insight. Thank you for coming and joining us and sharing. Yes, now yes. I know I need to buy a ticket to get into a nightclub. I know. Otherwise, <laughs> you're going to be out in line all night long. I had no idea. Good information. I think, you're, I think you'll be okay. I think. Okay, good. <laughs> Listen, thanks for joining us so much. Thank you. All right. Mike, thanks. And coming up, uh, our two tips of the week. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned We've to Vegas Reveal. Let's go to Vegas, baby. Let's go tonight. Hey, thanks for listening to Vegas Revealed. Each week, we'll chat about anything Las Vegas. Highlights of things new and old, secrets, stories, and our favorites. We look forward to interviewing some of the most interesting people in Vegas, celebrities, friends, those that work behind the scenes, and more. We want to enhance your Vegas experience. We've lived here for 15 years each, and we have some really useful tips. Expect something different each week on Vegas Revealed. It's time for this week's tips from Dana and Sean. Listen, every single podcast that we do, we are going to end with two tips. One from me, one from Sean, because we have so many things that we know and have done that we want to help everyone that's listening. My tip today, Sean, you ready? I'm ready. Is to download and always have Lyft and Uber on your phone. Why both? (laughs) Because (laughs) I've noticed, I live near the Strip. I do go to the Strip for a lot of events, even daytime, nighttime, and I always notice there's a difference in price. Hmm. I plug in both places and I'm going, and I'm not kidding sometimes if it is a weekend or a weekday there will be a ten dollar nine dollar price difference wow it's incredible so what i do is i obviously just look at both and then i pick the cheaper one right i don't think people realize that they just open one and then here's the extra special part folks when you close the app from the other one and you don't use them well i think this is what i'm thinking the strategy is because it always happens i get an email a couple days later saying hey we want to offer you whatever 75 percent off rides for a week or 10 percent off or 15 percent off or buy one 
you know, a free ride to the airport. And I'm like, why am I getting these? But I realized it's because I closed the app of, like, without say it was Lyft booking without booking something, and they're trying to bring me back. Ooh, so, sneaky. everyone, if you go back and forth, download them, make sure when you're in Las Vegas, it's a great, it's a safe way to get around. It's an easy way to get around. You don't have to park. Um, and then download both and check the prices because you can save a lot of money. Okay. And uh, money savings is part of my uh, tip of the week <laughs> I also. I love those. Okay. So grab your smartphone, go to your app store, and look up some of those slot machine apps. And make sure that they're like Vegas-related apps. <laughs> some of the casinos, individual casinos, have their own. But here's the thing. If you play some of these uh, slot machine apps, you can do it totally free. Mm-hmm. You get a free allotment of chips every single day that you can play with. You can get real uh, actual rewards. And I'm talking like um, dinners. You can get hotel rooms there. You can be entered for like uh, trips on, on cruise lines. But uh, my husband Shane and I, we ended up during the Las Vegas Marathon. We were, we were running and we didn't want to go all the way back home. We wanted to stay on the strip. We ended up getting a free room at the Wynn. That's incredible. Just from playing these slot apps right and shane was saying you put it on automatic roll yes and then you just keep pay attention (laughs) i listen i texted my mother right away because she comes to visit they love to stay actually at the win and i said you got to download the win slots sean says just keep it on automatic roll and you'll get all these rewards (laughs) yeah it's absolutely amazing okay i love it we hope that that helps you out and saves you some cash (laughs) during your next trip here to vegas yeah this has been a fun episode one listen we love that uh we're here we hope that you will join us we're going to release a podcast every week we're going to have these tips for you we're going to have guests and go to our YouTube channel because we'll be putting some video segments on there as well with some of the guests we interview or some of the things that we go to on pretty much a weekly basis. Yeah. So look for Vegas Revealed on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to stay up to date on all of our Vegas inside information. Have a great week, everyone. Next week's podcast, we're going to focus a little bit on the Super Bowl, one of really the biggest days here in Las Vegas. Yeah. Also, the uh, new entertainment that you can expect during your next trip here to the Strip. All right. Have a great day, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Let's go to Vegas, baby. Let's go tonight. Right now. Let's go tonight.